of my last Pop-Tart. And the Shell Station got the last of my cash. I couldn't afford much gas, cause I had to fill up the cooler in the back. And sun says, 10 miles till I, till I hit the lake. Am I rolling on fumes? But hey, it's all gonna be okay, cause I got friends with folks. Hey everybody, welcome back to Gone Outdoor Radio, and as you can tell by our bumper music, uh, a lot of people are thinking the boating season is over, and a lot of people are thinking there's a lot of time left, but uh, for one of those groups of people, that's what this segment is for right now, the other part, the other group, this segment will apply uh, when they are done with their boats. We have Forrest Leach of Ray Sport Marine in Moorhead. Welcome to Gone Outdoors, Forrest. Hey guys, how's it going? Going very well. You know, summer is starting to wind down, although the temps this last weekend is kind of hard to believe, but it's it's going to turn around here pretty quick. And a lot of people, there's a lot of lake people that think Labor Day is the end of summer. It's time to move on to other things, whether it's school activities, whether it's hunting, whatever it is. And a lot of them have pulled their boats back. They, they got them back at home, uh, in their garage, in their driveways. And they're starting to think about putting that thing away for the rest of the year. But there's some things that they need to do before they do that, Forrest. Let's talk about what some of those things are. My first question for you is, for the guy who has a average fishing boat, he takes it down in the lake in the spring, puts it on the lift, only gets out a couple of times during the year, brings it back, and he's going to go, yeah, I don't know if I really need to service it. I didn't hardly use it this year. What is the right answer to that? I mean, how many hours do you need to put on a boat before you need to service it? Is it just because you put it in the water you need to get it serviced? Yeah, so, you know, the manufacturers do have kind of their posted maintenance schedules for, you know, every 100 hours, every 200 hours, et cetera. Um, even if you're not using your boat that many hours, you know, I would still really recommend doing kind of the minimum service, just getting your oil changed, changing that lower unit lube. Big reason is even if you only run your motor for a few hours, there is still a chance that you might have got some water in the lower unit somehow. Um, you're still burning, you know, combustible fuel and everything where the oil is getting used up. It's still good to change it so you got fresh oil sitting in that motor all winter. Um, and then obviously the lower unit, if you did get any water in there somehow, you want to get that changed out so it's not sitting in below freezing temperatures. And then the most important part for storing any boat over the season, even if you didn't have it out once at all during the summer, is the fuel. You need to have the fuel treated. That's the number one issue we run into in the shop here. You know, we started out talking just fishing boats, but really this applies to any watercraft, right? And and it might be a pontoon. It might be a personal watercraft. It might be, I mean, maybe it's a duck boat you're going to use just for this fall, but before things freeze... All of these things you mentioned apply, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Everything on the service side of things applies to anything that you put gas into. Um, obviously, fishing boats are the best, uh, wink, wink, but um, you, know, you got to take care of all your toys. That's right, we do. Most of our listeners under, understand the importance of this and why it needs to be done. A lot of people like to do it at home, which is fine. We're not trying to tell push people to ray sport marine or to some other dealer to get this done you can do it at home but i know you guys do a lot of you schedule a lot of your servicing so that people will say hey um they may have scheduled it two weeks ago three weeks ago say i'm bringing it back labor day weekend or i'm bringing it back october 1st they can call you 
and get you in, get them in right away as long as they get you get them on the books. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. The the biggest thing um, with you know the marine industry and the service side of things is it's not like cars where people are getting oil changes done twelve months of the year. Um, with this side of things, it's so seasonal that you know springtime when stuff's getting ready and fall when we're putting stuff away, that year-round service kind of gets pushed into maybe that month or two period. So if you kind of know when you're planning on getting it out of the water, give us a call and get that scheduled. Um, or if you happen to just take it out, give us a call and maybe we have an opening that day. Pretty flexible, but um, kind of just keep in mind that a lot of that service uh, isn't spread out over the whole year. It kind of all gets packed down into just a few-week period, really. You know, and, and Scott's right. You know, any a lot of this stuff can be done on our own, but it's so convenient to be able to bring it in to, to the experts, right, and have them do it, if nothing else, for peace of mind, to know that it was done, it was done right, and it's ready for winter storage, and we're ready to go. But it brings a question to mind, Forrest. What are the other areas that need to be addressed? Uh, specifically, in my mind, I'm thinking electrical once we, we prep this boat for winter storage. Yeah, so we'll kind of use just a, a basic fishing boat as kind of an example to go over. And, you know, on my boat, what I would do in the winter if I'm doing it myself or taking it to a shop to have them do it, um, on the electronic side of things, I'm going to make sure my batteries are fully charged up before I do anything with them. You know, I'll give it a day or two on the charger to make sure they're fully charged up. At that point, you can either disconnect your batteries completely or just make sure everything's turned off so there's nothing drawn on it. You know, you don't want your batteries getting drawn down in the cold. That's going to ultimately damage your batteries so make sure they're charged up and not drying um, and then you know all your standard service as far as fluids go oil lower unit lube um, stabilizing the fuel like i mentioned earlier that's kind of the biggest issue we run into on any motors is fuel going bad which can go bad quicker than people think so make sure that's stabilized um, and then just kind of a general check over of everything really we check the trailers make sure there's no fishing line on your prop shafts make sure there's no um other you know miscellaneous issues kind of go through and check over everything you don't want to run into any surprises in the springtime you want everything good to go when it warms back up you know one other thing i think a lot of people especially if you got your boat on a lift on all year and you're not using your trailer i would think it's probably a good idea to really check those tires because they can get weather checked and then you're going to have issues relatively quickly after that yeah, the trailers are something that's really easy to overlook. You know, we think of the boat and the motor as the big things, but that trailer, um, if you can't get the boat to the water, it doesn't do you much good. So it really, you do have to pay attention to all those things. Um, and the trailers are fortunately pretty simple and straightforward, even if that's something you want to do on your own, just taking a, a general check over, making sure your tires are aired up, not all dry rotted or cracked, do a quick check of the bearings, um, make sure that's all ready to go. So what about uh, electronics for us? I know some people that will just leave their electronics in their boat all winter long. Let's say they put it in cold storage or something. Um, is that a good idea? Is, is it okay for those? You know, we spend a lot of money on electronics. Should they be somewhere warm all winter? Is it okay for them to sit outside? There, is, there are a few schools of thought on that one. And the way I kind of lean is I'd you know, rather be safe than sorry. If it's not going to hurt, it might help. So my graphs on my boat, they come off. I store them away in a nice spot in the basement. Realistically, they probably are just fine sitting in there. You know, you think of your live scope you use out on the ice, your Vexlars, those are subject to some pretty harsh, you know, cold weather and freezing water, all that stuff. But for me, the extra five or 10 minutes it takes to unplug my graphs, take them off and put them in a safe spot over the winter, I think that's worth a couple minutes um, of extra time. 
Yeah, and for me, you know, my biggest story is in the, you know, you might get a little bit of moisture. They sit outside, they get water splashed on them. They sit outside in the rain, and there's a chance that there might be some moisture in there, more so than there is in with your winter electronics. Um, and that's just another good reason, I think, to get them in before they freeze, uh, just in case that is happening with yours. Uh, we got about a minute left, Forrest. Not a lot of people that have them anymore, but there are some out there with inboard motors. Uh, anything special that inboard guys need to do? Is that something that a homeowner can do, or should they definitely bring that in? Yeah, the inboards are they are kind of phasing out, but there are a little more, a few more steps you need to take on those. Of course, the way they cool the motors on the inboard is different than your typical outboard motor. Um, and with that, a lot more water ends up sitting inside that motor. So if you don't get that water flushed out and antifreeze in there before that first frost of the year, um, you can run into some pretty major issues. So biggest thing is getting all that water out of the motor. Um, it is a little trickier to do compared to an outboard motor if you're doing it on your own. So if you're not experienced or don't want to tackle that, that's something I would probably, you know, take to someone that's been a little more experienced on it. But, um, yeah, a couple extra steps, but nothing too crazy. All right. If people want to get a hold of you at Ray Sport Marine or get a hold of the service guys there, how do they get? how do they do that? Yeah, either stop down at the store here right next to Menards in Moorhead off Main Avenue or give us a call 218-287-9100. Do winterizing of pretty much any boat, um, inboards, outboards, you name it, as well as shrink wraps. All right, thank you very much, Forrest. Uh, stick around. We'll be back with some more fishing talks. It's all going to be okay because i got friends with boats. Full of 